Somehow imagine just people like being excited, like, oh, we got the leak. Then after it's all done, just in there, like, I want to go home. <laughs> I, I gotta take a shower. The <laughs> FBI agent that has to listen to all the all the nonsense. They can't scrub through <laughs> any know. of it. They're just like listening an hour and a half of like I've listened to at least three hours of this guy talking about how one he possibly <laughs> and then another one talking about how it was curved to the left. <laughs> no, it was like after like six hours of listening to their conversation, you just see him just like <laughs> he started with his jacket on, like all clean cut and everything, ready to start today. I'm gonna catch some bad guys. And like three hours later, ties undone, sleeves are rolled up, jackets off, and he's just stress smoking with the headphones on. <laughs> Alright, you guys are right, ready to yes, do this? Jesus. All right. All right. Um, good. My um, recording's already going. Got my timer set, so. Okay, we're gonna go in ten seconds. Okay. Mm -hmm. So nine, eight. I'm sorry. We're gonna do that ten seconds. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. You just I didn't cue. You. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't cue you. For that. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> Within ten seconds. <laughs> I, I can't see your face. I just count down ten seconds. I just stared out blankly. Just, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna put a mental note on that one. Just like, oh my god, oh, man. for like the time signature or something yeah. like that. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was great. Oh. Alright, ready to start? Yep. Okay. Now for real this time. Alright. Okay. I'm gonna give myself another 10 second buffer. And then we'll start. Alright, in 10. Five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Ed the King, and with me, of course, is my co-host, Adrian. And you know, sitting across from us in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Is it still the control room? It's, it's your control it's desk. Your control <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can put you in a box right now and then give you a little room. <laughs> Cut a little hole out so you have a little view. Want the box that, like, Patrick and SpongeBob had. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the imagination box. Imagination box. <laughs> we can move that curtain right there and just... There you go. Oh yeah, we can curtain you out. Just right, just drape it right in between the two tables. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to look at you. Well, fine. <laughs> but how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Doing, doing, doing good. Doing good. Yeah, man, we got quite a bit of stuff happening over the week with the big film news. It's kind of all over the direction this time. Yeah. So first, what we got up is Stephen Amell, the actor who played Arrow in the CW show, of course, or who played Green Arrow in the CW show Arrow. He's finally joining the picket line after all this time talking so much shit about it. But I don't think it's by choice. It is oh, definitely not oh, by choice. No. You just look at this picture. It is definitely not by choice. Oh, yeah. He does not want to be there. He does not. It's just that like... That's a forced outfit. That's forced. That's yeah. He's wearing Put the on sag. The, shirt. the sag afro strong. 
And it, it looks like they gave him the biggest biggest sign too. <laughs> yeah, what the Dude, fuck that is ten- that? That looks like some shipping paper tube. Yeah, it's a shipping paper oh, tube, tube with a sign yeah. attached to it. Yeah, I thought it was a like a wooden like. You just didn't even give him like a real sign. <laughs> They're just like, here, use this one. <laughs> so what was up with him talking all that shit about the strikes? He was not for it. Nah, he he was saying like he supports it in his uh, tweet. It's always Twitter. Yeah, of course. It's always Twitter. You mean X? X, yeah. Or sorry, X. X. <laughs> fucking douche. Anyway, X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> he, he, uh, he, how do you even say it now? He X'd? <laughs> just say tweet. Just, just say tweet. It's going to be. He X'd it? Like, <laughs> shut, like, fuck you, think, dude. Dude, I think they just stuck to like, you're allowed to say tweeted. It's just fuck X now. Fuck you, Musk. X going to give it to you, man. He gonna give it to you. He's gonna get this fucking fist. <laughs> All right, I'll step into that goddamn octagon. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. he tweeted that he supported his union and that he stands with them. He just does not support striking. He calls it reductive negotiating tactic, and he finds the entire thing incredibly frustrating. Like you expect him out of everyone, because you have his co-stars from arrow actually like speaking out even against him saying like dude what's with this fucking guy like what the fuck <laughs> the actual what was it what's her name uh amel was it oh oh kirk yeah well oh kirk acevedo yeah yes. yeah tweeted like yeah this fucking guy this fucking and then guy. legends tomorrow and flash alumni uh matt lesher was like still waiting on the comprehensive list of totally non-reductive negotiation tactics we got to employ now He's like, thank God for superheroes. Any second now. <laughs> like, man, what an asshole. And so now he's on the he's on the picket line. Oh, it's definitely by his PR, right? He, his oh, agent. 100%. PR, agent, friends, family. I don't know. He probably someone. called him up and just absolutely reamed him a new one because it was probably like, hey. It, and he is technically like after tweeting that, mm-hmm. it would kind of make him a scab. If he's not, he's an actor. For the union, and he's not, and he's not participating in it. Like he's which, choosing to, like wanting to, probably wanting to work. Yeah, which would put him, uh, would automatically put him on a blacklist. Yeah, yeah. And so his agent was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, get your ass down there and stand with the fucking." Yes, and it's probably also like, "I want Gave my him shirt too. Put that shit on. Yeah, I want my ten percent." <laughs> like, <laughs> he probably yeah tossed him a shirt like get Dude, that then, shit on. He did go out and write talking about how. Uh, he emotes and that leadership and that the leadership has a incredibly complicated job pretty much talking about like there's no like I'm sorry for anything but like he's talking about like from an intellectual perspective I understand why we are striking but that doesn't mean it is it isn't emotionally frustrating on many levels for all involved basically talking about how he wants to just go back to work for the show that he Work tirelessly on. That's what everyone wants to. Yes. That's what everyone, everyone wants, wants to. to do. They're not doing it because they're like, um, not- whenever they have chips in the lobby, it's like, no, I can't afford fucking healthcare. I need money. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's talking about, I'm simply sad that we don't have a chance to celebrate a show that all of us figuratively and I literally broke my back for, at least for a foreseeable future. I choose to stand with my union. When you see me on a picket line, please don't whip any hard fruit. <laughs> Dude. You know what? I think I know what happened. What? It's hard for him to talk about it, but 
from when he was on that island. <laughs> oh gosh, come on. Something happened <laughs> no. in the union no. that you just can't talk about. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We are moving on from that. We are so done with that island shit. It's the island. I don't know what to tell you. It changed him. You can't talk about it ever. Anyway. And it will definitely come back to affect us all. No, no. <laughs> Leave it. It's dead now. The island's dead. <laughs> moving over to our next topic or film news. The Marvel's director, says superhero fatigue absolutely exists. So we finally have the MCU acknowledging superhero fatigue. Been calling that shit for years. For so long. Well before, like, I think you even called that even before Infinity War Endgame happened. Yeah. You're like, right after this, it's done. It's done. We do because, okay, I get it. Over the years, you build up one, two movies per year. Yeah. Which was a good thing. That was something we look forward to the entire year. But then when you got, you know, what... You got three, four movies coming out, four shows coming out for one company alone, not yeah. including DC. Yeah. And, you know, also uh, Amazon. Amazon wants that. Everyone wants their superhero piece of the pie now. Yeah. So now it's turning something like, all right, I guess I'm watching this other thing. <laughs> or at the end of it, you just get a spark notes and like, all right, I'm good enough. See, I feel like that should be a future episode for us is to like literally deep dive into the whole superhero genre to see like how much was produced in these like last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Bro, like I, you got like even Netflix attempted theirs with like Jupiter, like Oh, a, Jupiter Landing. Yeah, yeah. Or a Legacy or something like that, whatever. Yeah. It's was it Jupiter Landing? I don't know. Uh, or, is that, or is that the one with the Mila Kunis? No, that's uh, Jupiter Ascending. That's Jupiter Ascending right there. Oh. Yeah. What the fuck's it, it so what's Jupiter Landing? I don't know. We even bring it up, Jupiter Landing. I'm gonna bring it up now. <laughs> Is there really something called Jupiter Landing? Yeah, it's a movie in 2005. No fucking way. Yeah. Is it with the same people? No, it's it's completely different. It has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Oh, you're way off on that one. Yeah. Oh, the 2005. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's Jupiter Jupiter Legacy. Legacy. Super Legacy. That's yeah, it. that's the Netflix show. That really shitty superhero one. Well, now Jupiter Land just doesn't make sense. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> that's, just... that's a weird sequel. Like, you had landing and then ascending. So you already ascended, you landed and then reascended. That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Where does Channing Tana come into this one? It's, it's, you gotta work on that. You gotta work on that. <laughs> But seriously, yeah, the, the superhero things it got out of control. Yeah, way out of control. They saw it as a cash cow, and everyone wanted to jump in. Everyone jumped in. Yeah, and they're still trying to jump in now. Yeah, they're still trying to. I mean, okay, we always uh, what's called called out uh, Marvel's faults where they just shoved too much at once. Yeah, DC's fault was every, they try to catch up to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was like, tried to make their own. Let's make our own. Let's, let's be unique. Let's get our one in. Let's get our one in. This is not Superman. This ignore him. He's kind of like Superman, but not. It's Superman. not Superman. Just because he can fly, he's super powerful. He has laser beam, and he has a all American stance on everything. Does not make him Superman. That sounds like Superman. <laughs> no, he's not Superman. He's Super Guy. <laughs> Get it right, <laughs> Super Guy. <laughs> I'll probably just go as far as say uh, I'm probably not going to watch Invincible. Have you seen any of Invincible? I saw the first season. Okay, yeah, same and, thing. Uh, yeah, that's all I needed. I'm good. You didn't like it, or? Nah. Okay, it was just whatever. It was just with everything else. I've got the same for you. Also, I'm I'm kind of over that artistic animation style. Oh, okay, okay I know what you're talking yeah. about. That that 
American anime. Oh, style. it's because in the last like two, three years, you've been spoiled by really hardcore anime styles. Yes. With animation now, you just can't go back. But also, you have like <clears throat> the the cheaper anime like style. Yeah. Where it's just like the mouth is moving and nothing else. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't go back to that. Can I you? can't go back. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Moving over to our last bit of film news before we go over to our main topic. Sonic 3 is reportedly finds a surprising way to continue filming amid actor strike. This one's kind of interesting. This is pretty interesting because this is one of the things where it's like, yeah, this kind of does happen already in the sense of film production where you kind of already start with your pre-visualization for your VFX mm-hmm. bef- and get your characters, you know, your animation. Like they're probably already working with Sonic, you know, getting the character model moving around and stuff like that. But... Do they even have a finished script or anything? Because this, <clears throat> excuse me, this makes it really key important too. Because you, if you're already moving forward with your animations and you're trying to pin it down and key mark it to this is what it's going to be, mm-hmm. and then you have any script changes, mm-hmm. think about how much you have to reanimate over. Not even that, but also the actors, yeah, actors themselves, mm-hmm. because that means you're going to have to have like actual key like. You have to key them to to say their lines. Yeah, yeah. On like on the dot. Mm-hmm. Unless they're working on the the model itself, or they're able to. And the, I'm pretty sure they're just working on the basics, like the basics models and the stuff model, like that. The model, mm-hmm. the physics, and all that stuff. Like, just, there's no possible way you can get lip syncing or any movements for the mouth or audio without no. the actors, of course. Yeah. Do you think it would be more on the lines of uh, sequences that wouldn't require the animation lines like well, the lines of them well, like say I'm like more, when he's turning into a speedball or whatever I, i'm more worried about if you have a rough draft and you're already preparing a massive sequence for a rough draft and then you know midway through in the writing structure they change that and like yeah we don't know we no longer need this scene so this scene is now going to be this now you see what i'm saying mm, yeah like it, entire sequences like that because that can happen in the writing process entire scenes can change and if you're already creating visually those scenes and you were told mm-hmm. to scrap that and start over for something else because they haven't finished with the script yeah. or the right you see that can cause big headaches in mm-hmm. the production line all i think is maybe that scripts already been done but i do see that problem where they might change out scenes i mean even if the script's done like when you have a writer strike going are you know there's always going to be script changes yeah. there's always going to be changes yeah i mean only thing i think of the working on is actually just the physical the, i mean not the physical the the models themselves. Mm-hmm. And as, as well, we're not, you know, there's also like, you know, not just Sonic, but like the other characters. Knuckles, so. tails, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Environments. Environments, the rings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever they're working whatever, on. Whatever, yeah, CG objects that they're working with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe they have enough work where they could work around some stuff. Mm-hmm. But definitely not the scenes where they have an actor with the... Uh, yeah, you can't work with anything with an actor who needs to interact with Sonic or any of the digital yeah. characters. You can't do that. Unless you're already... Unless you're creating animation models for the actors and you're guessing how they're going to react. But that's still not... That's a, still... That's because that's, like that's said, not a good way to do things. Yeah. No, because then you're going to get that off weird where the, the actor has to react the, on... Yeah. And it, and it takes away from the actor's you know, natural acting style because mm-hmm. they're now they're trying to follow something pre-visualized yeah. for them gosh i don't know it, it makes it i i see where they're trying to go and they're trying to jump ahead mm-hmm. 
But yet again, what happens if, you know, negotiations fail to break down yeah. again and the strikes further extend? Fucking shelve it and come back to it later on. <sighs> but we, have, we see what happens when you shelve a project and they don't even come back to oh it properly. God, yeah. Well, I mean, they already dumped money into this one, but Sonic's... Sonic's just been cursed. Yeah, Sonic's cursed, man. Yeah. I mean, kudos to them for, like, always doing good and getting the money back through the box office, but, like... What happened with the first film and the animation and they had to re-scrap it over again? I hope it's not something yet again that's going to happen. I mean, we never know. We never... I mean, let's, let's just see what happens. That's still a wild thing to, to think about. Yeah. How they fumbled the design the first time so hard. <laughs> that was crazy. That was real crazy. Was, I mean... Can you imagine what... High, can you imagine what their version of Super Mario was going to look like? <laughs> Those teeth. <laughs> I, I can't help with the teeth. That's, that's why they had to outsource to Illumination because Illumination was like, "Yeah, we're not doing that. We're, we're not gonna. The, we're not going down the route." It just blows my mind that the fact that someone greenlit it, looked at it, mm-hmm. and said, "That's the that's our Sonic. That's the one everyone wants to know. <laughs> that's a real hedgehog with human teeth." <laughs> Dude, all you got, all you literally got to do is just do a Google search. Just go quick Google search what he looks like. That's it. <laughs> Didn't need much. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break from our sponsor. And when we get back, we're going to cover up our main topic tonight, of course, which is Disney and AI finally coming about. So we'll be right back with our sponsor from Audible. And we are back covering over our main topic tonight. Disney creates a task force to explore AI and cut costs. This is wild. This is wild because this is the this was the start of the fears that the WGA and the director like everyone was having their fears for, but yeah. it's not exactly with how they think. Cause this has nothing to do with actual creative content wise, mm. but actually management wise. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I always said it, you know, it starts off one thing, but it bleeds to another. Yeah, of course it bleeds into it. It's going to bleed in eventually to yeah. the creative concept. But yes. what it sounds like what they really want to start integrating AI first is to like help with like statistics and track records and like scheduling and like a lot of like the administration works. And of course, the marketing wise, too. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they really want to first interact AI to help cut these costs down and to really like solidify a better strategy in production wise makes i mean it makes sense doesn't mean you want you would want that because uh, i mean like sorry continue My bad. Uh, no i'll say it makes sense because i mean it does you know all the menial tasks that let's be honest a lot of times a computer can't do mm. for us it clears mm. off a lot of the administrative management for studios yes which that's going to be a lot of jobs gone, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of jobs go- gone. But it is a task that a computer could do within, you know, seconds mm-hmm. versus a person that takes hours to do, you know, hours or even days mm-hmm. to do, you know, what they're asking for it to do. Uh, but let's say it does cost jobs. Like, yeah. could this replace positions like production managers and stuff like that, where their entire job is to manage the flow of production, scheduling, budgets. Like an AI can probably budget way better and faster than humans can. Yes, but it's taking away the human, uh, the, uh, the uh, what's it called? I won't say human, uh, I guess human element. Yeah. Uh, but like a production, they would know the people working on the project itself. Mm-hmm. So they know that, okay, they could, you know, theoretically, they should be able to do this project in one week. 
but knowing like the but, person who they're working with, where how you can leeway with the budget. It's like we know this director, we know what how they work. Mm-hmm. We might have to extend it by another two days. It's like okay, like we know our budget is about. 150 million, but we're working with Christopher Nolan. He's gonna break an IMAX camera, yeah. so we can can we extend that to another 50 mil, like yeah. stuff like that, yeah. right? Versus having AI, it's just gonna you know it's pretty much cold. Where it says here's the budget, here's the schedule, here's everything set up, mm-hmm. not follow it. Well, I still feel like you, yeah, you still can have a person, yeah, overseeing the development after all the AI and programs kind of like first created the schedules and budgets you're probably gonna have people looking through it making us tweaks and everything and continuing it how it goes yeah but you're no longer gonna have like massive huge administration teams in control you see what i'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. it's oh, gonna yeah. it's gonna really consolidate down to fewer and fewer people i'll be like what happens if you get to the point where you have ai even fully controlling being like a producer to the point, like, you don't even need to have producers on set anymore. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but like I said, it, unless the AI learns the human element, mm-hmm. where it understands you know, who, who they're working for. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, as much as, like, says they want to try to move towards AI and try to have, you know, make things more seamless. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. people on the other end, the director, the pr- producer, the camera operator, everyone else is working on, to them, in their eyes, an art. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we're working with someone like Christopher Nolan or, uh, uh, what's the name of... Uh, and what's the name Anderson? Uh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah, you know they work a certain way. They have things. They work. You know, they have their familiarity how they film mm-hmm. versus an AI just sees you know a cold. You know this is how it theoretically it should yeah. work. Set the schedule. Uh, if you're not on that schedule, you know, like I said, they're also gonna add a person yeah. to keep things regulated. But and this is gonna go even far past than just filming and TV production. You have Disney talking about they want it integrate AI into their business parks, you know, enhance customer service, create novel interactions with like, you know, their AIs and stuff like that, or not just um, their puppetries. Didn't they do something with their integrating like AI with like that one, like robot for like that star Wars hotel thing. Yeah. They attempted to have it. uh, That was, I think the, one of the first tests on it. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. uh, Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. mm Mm-hmm. But I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Had like I know so they're working with Groot. Uh, ba- yeah, Baby Groot. Yeah, Baby Groot. that one. Um, it was like C8. Oh, D309. D309. That's what yeah. it was for the Star Wars Galactus <clears throat> Star Cruiser Hotel. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, but this it would cover all aspects of Disney and not just rides and like customer service. It would cover like Imagineering as well. Yeah. Uh, it would cover. Along the lines of, like you said, for producers. As Wait, well. what do you mean by like imaginary? Like, would AI be creating new rides? It would be on the task of creating interactions okay. with uh, with their customers and audiences. Uh, similar to what I'll say, similar to what uh, the talk to crush, mm-hmm. where they actually have a person behind. Okay, like mm-hmm. that yeah. actor, but you know they they with the computer program or the AI program, mm-hmm. they probably move the mouth of the character. Now eliminate that actor altogether with and, an AI, with an yeah. AI, and that's all it is. Okay. So you have a you know kids talking to you know Crush or be Mickey Mouse or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and they're fully having a conversation back and forth. Versus now, like in most theme parks, like in what's it called, uh, Universal Studios, they have that one puppet that sounds like Kevin Hart, the dog. Mm. And he stands on top of the building. Yeah. Oh, Life okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Life of Pets. And he talks to the people, the crowd as they're walking okay, by. Yeah, the, yeah, the rabbit. Like that. Yeah. 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 So that's what they're talking about doing something like that, where they integrate it to rides or customer service. We just go to a desk and talk to, you know, 
did you have a good experience? And they, you know, you go. But then that would eliminate the customer service yes. aspect, the human element of customer service. Which that I'm all for. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people, that has been like the biggest argument when it comes to AI. Yeah. You have half the people who are for eliminating all human aspects no. of customer service. People yes. just don't want to talk to people anymore. No, not even that, but people are fucking shitty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you got to deal with Disney adults all day, I'd be pretty shitty too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, true. So you mean you tell me that you replace a specific doll on Small World when it, exactly in 1953? It's like, not, hey, bro, you're 40 fucking years old. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it's not even that, but also people feel entitled. Like Disney adults feel entitled. Like it's well, theirs. It's theirs. Like you ain't entitled to shit. Yeah, it's like you know, they're kids here. Come on. So just just have a good time. Yeah, just this is not for you anymore. Yeah, it's like. Well, it's like, so it's for customer service. I think it's perfect for because they don't have to deal with any shitty people. Yeah. But then again, there will be those shitty people who are like, well, I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> I want to talk to the supervisor. Oh. Second screen pops up. <laughs> sure. Here you go. Hi, I'm Crush. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you oh, yes. have that? Can you have that? What's wrong, bro? <laughs> you yes, talk to the- a Disney character. You mind to tell me why exactly the log ride is no longer open? Sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have the delay. You gotta have that delay. <laughs> and he's just like swimming on screen. He's just like fucking just floating. <laughs> I feel like there'd be a lot of broken monitors at Disney. One hundred percent. Oh no, this will like I said, this will lead into like a, like a full blown AI ride. Oh um, yeah. Imagine that. Just oh, that'd be awful. Just or, put on the goggles and it simulates an actual ride. Oh no! Like what's it called? That's that Star Wars one though. That, that that clip I showed you with the guy that just looks high. Just oh, <laughs> so the rise to, of the resistance. Yeah, men trying to have a conversation with him. Just you get on the ride. He's like no, one of the one of the calamarians. <laughs> just like <laughs> he just looks high. As shit. Just staring His out. Eyes is like oh, look out! But it's like all class eyes. <laughs> He's like, bro, you seen this? <laughs> The fact that programmed to look at the screen, look back, and just... Yeah. Damn, it's, it's wild. I think that's part of the budget cut. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be really interesting how they're going to try to... No, also, no, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, we got another point, too. Forgot, sorry. Um, as we know, Disney's a full, you know, it's all IP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing they're fearing as well, that actors are fearing, is the whole AI, you know, taking their jobs. Mm-hmm. But imagine having, you know, Tom Holland or... Robbie Downer Jr. on a ride that's AI and says, you know, actually talks to uh, the uh, the park guest or have that thing where in the past where they had e- uh, E.T. say people's names as you exit the ride. Mm. Okay, but now like uh, how far will it go? Do you think they're going to push it to the point like so remember where we saw the new like animatronics they're testing out yeah. that are completely off trails off anything yeah and they have like really lifelike body movements Mm -hmm. now what happens when they start incorporating that with ai so you have a basically a robotic spider-man with lifelike movements talking to kids instead of actors oh no so you no longer actually have like you know the disney cast members anymore it's all robots and ai they'll have that and i guarantee they'll have that within like maybe about 15 years Mm -hmm. they'll have that interaction like with spider-man where he's able to talk to someone Turn around and climb up the wall. Yeah, you see what I'm saying like that. Oh, yeah. hell no. <laughs> hell fucking no. Dude, you know how fucking terrifying that would be? <laughs> right on. Excellent. See you on the ride. <laughs> no. 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would run. How fucking terrifying that would be. Do you imagine a five-year-old child <laughs> on the ride, their favorite hero is Spider-Man, and you see, because your mind cannot comprehend a human climbing up a wall without any sort of harness or rope or anything <laughs> else. You just see them just scattering up into the ceiling. I'm pretty sure they'll make it more natural. You know, just I don't think he's no. going to be like super fast. Like, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be like <laughs> that. Would be terrifying, though. That's horrible. Can you imagine that? I can. <laughs> no, hell no. No, when it starts getting the when the programming's off and it just starts going sideways on. The, oh yeah, that was like goes off the tracks. I was programmed for. Like that was like when I finally saw the animatronic running in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Like when I finally saw that for the first time ever. Like when you're waiting for the ride. Yeah. I freaked the fuck out. Really? Because I had never seen that, and just seeing like a robot, just like head and shadow, just like. <laughs> like that freaked it, me. Would out. it be? Creepy for what characters would be creepy to mix those two concepts with the animatronics? Imagine seeing AI. Mark Ruffalo actually change to the Hulk in real time. Well, I mean, they'll also remember they're also improving those like those life 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 uh masks those masks those masks, yeah, yeah. masks looks realistic yeah. So put that over like pretty much Captain America's helmet's on, but you just see his bottom portion of his mouth yeah, just going out there doing some. I don't know. That's going to be creepy as hell. Like, how do you feel like as like a six year old, you're walking by and you just see like a robotic goofy just hover over you. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, picnickers. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be horrible. What did you say? <laughs> Actual Disney police officers mm -hmm. that are like Disney characters. <laughs> Or how do you feel like, you know, we have this going? Do you think at some point there's going to be like one disgruntled person who works on those animatronics and AI? They just start programming terrible shit. I mean, you still say, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. Man, that'd be awful. <laughs> that'd be awful and awesome at the same time. <laughs> just watching just just Goofy going to a racial <laughs> a racial rant. Oh, this park used to be clean. <laughs> Until you, <laughs> oh no! Eventually, they will bring back an AI uh, Walt Disney. Oh no! This park used to be clean until you <laughs> just hard with it. <laughs> or, or they'll do what's so your favorite ride, the favorite your uh, Lincoln, your Lincoln thing. The president, the president's uh, four score seven years ago. I freed the <laughs> main street used to look like a peaceful little place. Now it looks like South Central. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a day that Disney will. And then all that's... the animatronics just see like the AI Finn from Star Wars just roaming around, <laughs> and they're just like mad dogging him the whole time. Going down Main Street and they're just like <laughs> It gets into Christmas time. You know what I want wish for Christmas, little boy? A white Christmas. A white <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> just looks at a black family nearby. They're like, maybe we should cut out AI. <laughs> Alright, time to unplug this. I know. What I know. The, the fuck? Oh my god. Oh man, this is what this is all leading to. 
no, I mean, not particularly this, but AIs can be to a point where it's just no human, no human interaction needed. Just let them computer handle it. That's it. It's going to happen. Everything and everyone's going to get replaced. Yeah. You no longer have to work, man. Think about that. Okay. That's not the same thing as being unemployed. Yes. You'll no longer have to work. Wow, this sounds great. You'll just be unemployed. Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah, you'll no longer have to work because you won't have a choice anymore. You won't work. No, ever. <laughs> no, no. What's funny? What's what's funny? What's gonna find hilarious to me is the CEOs are like, yes, this will cost. It's gonna take your job too. Oh, we gotta cut the shit out right now. We got we got removed out of the park. I don't think they care that it takes their job because they're still gonna get paid. Now, eventually, they're gonna. Like I said they. Someone will say, "Well, this is a cheaper route for the company, so uh, we gotta get, we gotta get rid of you." Yeah, unless you get to the point, like yeah, like where corporations are literally just boards, and like their CEOs, CFOs, CMOs are just AI. Mm. So it's just a server. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it is. it's just a server. You're just like this is the Walt Disney Corporation. Walking is just one server. And that's it. <laughs> this we run the entire business. It's one little room. No, it looks like freaking uh from 2001 Space Odyssey. Just how? Yeah. Just oh one God. dot. That's it. <laughs> Welcome to Disney. <laughs> no, it's going to get to the point to where they just dismantle the park altogether and they use like those virtual reality setups, you know, like those game arcades. Ones. Oh, yeah. And they're just like, all right, before you went to the park, remember you place on your special goggles. <laughs> Disneyland is no longer a park. It's just an empty building with a bunch of <laughs> VR sets that gonna, simulate Disneyland. Oh no, gonna, what's it called? Like, they're getting a full blown matrix. Can you imagine that? You get jacked in. Shit. You get jacked right in. No, that'll, that'll be terrible. That'll be. Somehow the, the rides are still broken. I don't know why. <laughs> they simulated broken rides. They really thought of everything. We can't break the immersion. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll know it's all fake. (laughs) (laughs) We can't have that. Line wait time is still the same. An hour 45 (laughs) for fucking Space Mountain. (laughs) Hi, dude. Can I help you with anything? Even even though you can simulate like 10 different theme parks, you just stuck everyone in the same same one still. (laughs) No, it's worse. The minute you plugged in, there's a queue. Oh, fuck. (laughs) You're now queued 10,000 in line. Fuck. Oh, Disney yeah. will do that. While every park is doing that, you, Six Flags is still the same. <laughs> I still know what's going. Still know what's going. <laughs> but yet somehow it's still, you don't know how the fuck it's turning a profit. Fucking still being ran by teenagers and. Shit. <laughs> 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 it's still got graffiti on the fucking bathroom yeah. stalls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I think that's going to be a good place where to cut off tonight's episode. <laughs> All right. So we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about Disney incorporating AI into their parks and production? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's bad? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast for our listeners discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every wednesday for audio listeners can find the red band podcast on itunes amazon music spotify iHeartRadio, and of course our website which i'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast 
And as usual, before we fully close out, Mike has those last end notes for you guys. Yes, all the different ways you can be able to listen to us, including the Apple Podcast app. Head on over there. Consider leaving a five-star review. You know, leave them stars. We'd love to see it. We would really appreciate it, as well as leaving a comment down below and even sharing with a friend or family that you think might like our channel, as well as our YouTube channel that we do have. We do have live versions of past episodes that you can be able to watch. So head on over there. Consider liking, subscribing sharing with a friend or family as well as leaving a comment down below of topics that you think we haven't covered yet or think we should cover let us know because there's always news circulating so sometimes we can't get to all of it so if you got one in the chamber for us let us know and i would still have our patreon account so head on over to our patreon account and consider subscribing to that as well uh, we'd really really appreciate that one because more subscribers equals more content so we want to keep doing these stuff for you we want to keep doing stuff new for you to be able to share with your friends and family just be able to create some more stuff we would really appreciate it with subscribing so head on over there share with a friend or family subscribe to those all three of those things Apple Podcast, YouTube, Patreon. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, you heard from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters.